Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Monday, May 1st in the year 2023. Man, time is moving quickly. But unfortunately, May 1st is like one of these Luciferian, you know, just hold on a second. I think they make every one of these days their Luciferian ritual day. I was about ready to say it's a big Luciferian ritual day. It's like, yeah, no kidding. My goodness. They're all, they, every time we turn around, it's something new. They, they, they want to make the entire calendar their Luciferian ritual day. So I say no, not going to happen. Not here, not today. Patriots, one thing, though, I'm going to tell you, you've got to get your day going with Field of Greens. I'm telling you. I've been taking that supplement. It's powdered supplement with whole foods. So it's a whole food, whole body supplement powder. You mix it with water, drink it, shake it up, drink it. It's no big deal. It's awesome, in fact. Like, like no big deal. It tastes great. And it does great for your body. And it, everything in there is designed to boost some element in your body and make you stronger, make your immune system better. And I've been taking this for a while, and I love it. I start my day out with it every day. One scoop in the water in the middle mixer bottle, shake that up, and start my day with that. Feel great every day. It's a fantastic product, and it fits within the whole concept of using whole foods as God intended to keep our bodies strong and healthy. So if you head on over to fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com, use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to get 15% off, which is a great way to kick it off. Plus, if you will start with their monthly subscription, which is awesome, you can cancel it at any time, you can suspend it at any time, but that monthly subscription will add an additional 10% off. It's a great product. Highly recommend it. So you can get up to 25% off on everything. Really recommend the product. Field of Greens. Fieldofgreens.com. And of course, all you have to do is look below any podcast. Click on the link and there you go. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code is BARDS. Good stuff. I'm telling you. Great to have them part of the show. All right, patriots. Now, so if you didn't hear... We had our newsletter go out yesterday, so I'm sure I'm going to get some emails saying that I didn't get my newsletter. That's okay. We're going to get that fixed. Just send us your name, and we'll get it you on there. But the email, the newsletter did go out yesterday, and with it came the announcement that we started the Bards T-shirt store, which we've already been selling T-shirts like they're flying off like popular, like a big waffle order or something. It's great. People, I think people think it's like waffles and chicken. It's great. It's just going right out the door. Very happy. So we've... The whole story about the the um, printing story, the T-shirt printing story, is in there in the newsletter. It's great. So you check it out and uh, check out the new T-shirts. We've got two simple designs right now, many more to come. And um, we're, we know that our master T-shirt printer is going to be busy. He's, we're not gonna, we want to make sure he's busy because we don't like idle hands. And he doesn't have much to do anyway. He's been sitting around pining for this to happen, wringing his hands, wondering if it's ever going to come a time that he gets to print T-shirts, and now he's printing T-shirts around the clock. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. It's going to be great. So there you go. We got that going. That's good news. We also have a couple prayers today for some people, which we'll include in our main prayer, and lots of things going on there. But we're going to start like we normally do with some of the crazy of the world because, yeah, what can we say? Let's let's start with just a perspective on where things have gone awry. This is a good perspective right here. They're supposed to work is the government should know virtually nothing about us. 
because we're private citizens. We're supposed to know everything about the government because they're public servants. But everything is backward right now. And also look at the media. The media is supposed to be giving us the facts and we should be formulating our opinions based on that information. Instead, the media gives us their opinions and we're supposed to decipher whether that's a fact or not. See, that's dead on. That's the whole problem with our world right now is we've got the insanity culture running us. I mean, I think this is mental health month this week and the illustrious hand puppet and clone or body double Joe Biden. He is uh, now telling people that this is a month that we want to recognize hundreds of thousands of, or millions. I don't know what it was. Americans. And I'm like, uh-huh, You're, we're recognizing our whole government is what we're doing this month, and we're recognizing every pedophile in the nation that has now taken a position, most of which are either in Hollywood or in government. That's the sick part. I listened to a, re a report, it's a testimony of a guy that was doing business down in South America. He was called in by some, he was actually running an undercover operation. He was to save kids. But the thing is that, Trafficking children and the sexualization of children through the elites is big business. The cartels know it. In fact, I just talked to Colonel Pete Chambers a little bit ago. You know he's been on the show. He's going to be at Bards Fest. And he made it really clear that even in Houston now, they're getting so bad that they're just, they're just pulling cars over and bashing the mother's head in and taking the kids. I mean, that was his reports he gave me just now. I mean, literally within an hour ago. So... The trafficking of children is a continues to be a problem, massive problem, and I'm not going to buy into any of the, the military's in control, the White Hats are in control. If that's the case, then apparently trafficking kids is part of the plan, which I can't imagine that's right at all. Reminder, Wednesday, probably be in the afternoon on Wednesday, so around Bards FM time, the tickets for Yuba City Bards Fest will go on sale. We'll talk all about that tomorrow and tomorrow, and tomorrow three times, and every night after that. So get ready. That's going to be buckling up. So anyway, we've got some craziness in our world. Our government thinks it needs to know everything about us when we know nothing about them. Our media thinks it needs to tell us lies so we will obey them and believe what they say. That's an inverse world. That's the world of the upside-down world. That's the Luciferian world. And I just say no more. We just got to stop. This is craziness, total craziness. So they continue to want to push us into this. And I think we're heading into a summer. This is some of the reports I'm getting from guys that I know are saying, buckle up because we might be ending into a summer of violence. These people are getting desperate primarily because the, the global awakening is happening a little bit faster than they're comfortable with, like a whole bunch faster. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you today blessed and humbled. We thank you every day that we have this opportunity to assemble and build this fellowship literally around the world as we come together in prayer and in thanks for all that you bring and, and all that you brought to our lives. Father, we have a few prayers we want to begin with today, very specific to some people. We want to begin today with uh, one of our own, our moderator, Nikki, who just discovered that she has has a big black mold infection and ex ex explosion in her house. And so she's asking for prayers. And so, Father, we just pray that she can develop a plan 
and have an action plan going forward and that she'll be able to have the resources needed to resolve this problem and to fix her house. This is a very devastating thing, and she's been feeling sick lately. And so, Father, we also pray that a hedge of protection around her and her husband and her children to keep them safe from this and to keep their health strong and mighty. These are difficult, difficult times when we encounter things like this. Father, we also have a prayer for one of our own. Um, They have lost one of their friends who is 55 to a heart attack, a massive heart attack. Sadly, this person was one of the people that took the shot. So we pray for their family. He was a great father and a great friend, they said. And the saddest part is that it was the son who found his father after doing CPR, and the son was only 13 years old and tried to do CPR on his dad to save him. So, Father, we, we pray truly from our hearts just this, the strength of healing of that young man's heart that in this moment, as difficult as it is, that he can have an encounter with Jesus in such an amazing way that as difficult as this loss is, he'll give him strength and clarity going forward and that he will have a deeper and more wholesome relationship with Christ in his life. We pray for that family that's going through a very difficult loss. We pray for their healing and their strength and heart. And we pray for the friends that feel that loss as well. We continue to guide them and bless them in a very difficult time of loss. Father, we also are praying for uh, Kitty, uh, Kitty to Karen and her daughter, who is preparing for her final exam for massage therapy, but seems to be rather anxious over the exam. We just pray for a calming heart and then pray for success. And she's, she's referred to as someone who has an excellent uh, and intuitive approach to, th- to as a therapist, and she has a healing touch. So, Father, we just pray for those, those gifts to be amplified within her and that this exam will be nothing, that she'll simply feel that clarity and that re- relaxing moment just to let all the stress of the exam go away. Trust in you, lean in you, and embrace the gift that you've given her to get through this next step to really bring that gift of healing into the world, which we so desperately need. Father, we also are going to pray for our nation today. We just, as we've reflected and talked about this on the show last night, I mean, and as you gave me reflection over the weekend, it's just a situation where our prayers make a difference, and we know that. And so we're, re- we're going to pray today, Father, for a, a nation that's restored to the love in Christ a nation that is humbled before Christ, a nation that humbles themselves and repents. And these are a stepping process here, Father, but a a nation that truly is going to turn its eyes to you increasingly. And we're seeing a lot of this, Father, but we're truly truly praying for a magnanimous magnanimous shift in in the tide. So many people are still wandering, questioning, and as they question many times, they start to are getting polluted with all of this lies and deceit that are around us. And so many people are out wandering. As a nation right now, Father, we are lost. Families that are broken, the, the mainstreaming of this transgender insanity, the idea that somehow we're that, that castrating young boys is going to help make them a more stable human, these, these perversions that have corrupted into people's minds. 
the idea that somehow pedophiles are a under underappreciated class of people. This is just sickness. This is straight demonic sickness in our nation. So, Father, we're we're praying truly for an awakening of the heart in our nation. And then as people awaken, they're just going to stop following these lies and truly just put their eyes on you and dig into the word, into the book, to start reading the Bible. We are we're living in a time, Father, when people don't read the Bible. They listen to what people say about the Bible, but they don't read the Bible. So as part of this prayer is to see a revival of reading Scripture, of realizing this the power of you, the power of you as our Father, the one God, to quit following these lies and deceit that somehow the Father of lies has more power in this world than, than we do and you do. It's nonsense. And we need to dispel these lies, dispel these misdirections, these misguided thoughts. So, Father, we're praying for a nation right now to have a massive revival in the heart. And we're praying this in particular, Father, as we begin into the season of the first Bards Fest and to start getting people energized to putting their eyes truly in the power of faith, the power of the supernatural God, the power of the miracles that can happen here to transform through prayer, through healing. We need so much of this, Father, and we need the confidence in people to believe in that and people to dig deep into the Word and to experience the Word and to live the Word. So, Father, we pray for this as our nation needs it so much. We pray that this our prayers can truly settle in on the thousands of hearts and to transform a nation from a path that's being lured to darkness to a path that is a path more difficult a path more disciplined, a path of going back to go forward, Jeremiah 6.16, truly a path where we are trying to find fulfillment in the gifts and talents that you've given us and in walking in that place of sharing the word and living that life of Christ. So bless us and guide us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'll tell you, as a nation, we are still careening. I want you to hear this piece. This is, I don't know, sometimes I just shake my head and it's just like, this stuff is really real. This is Matt Walsh. He's he, This guy is truly a rock star when it comes to, he's, just, he's a ruthless warrior. I don't know if you heard the latest, but the trans community has doxxed him uh, and his family, his address, his personal contacts information. They've tried to hack his accounts. They've been threatening his life to kill him. And Matt's comment was simple. I'm not going to stop. I would rather die than submit to your tyranny and to your insanity of what you're doing to kids. And I, I have tons of respect for him. But I want you to just hear this little snippet of this dialogue that he had with one of these people who is a trans supporter. You're going to get into the, it's difficult. Trust me, this is a nightmare walk if you try to get into the way they think. But listen to this sort of illogic of logic that they live in and how Matt handles it. It's beautiful. So you're saying a trans man has the brain of a woman? No. I'm saying that a trans man who identifies as a man will tend to have similar brain structure that a cis man would. And where did you get that from? Look it up. I, it's okay. literally, I, I'm telling you I learned it from my anatomy class when I was I, 16. And I looked up the fact before I walked up here because I knew that you'd ask. Okay. Um, that's 
Not true, but it also doesn't answer the question. So let, let's try to stay focused on one false claim at a time if we can, because we, we might get bogged down. So you said, you actually started by saying that blocking puberty, which is chemical castration of a child. Just, just one example, yeah. Yeah, is life-saving. It can be. How do you know? Because there are children who have been suicidal that have had these interventions made. What children? How do you, how do you know? How, how many children have had that done me personally, and then I were still suicidal? Me personally, I haven't met enough trans children to answer that question. You, okay. But I know you that the making, research exists. You're making this statement. You're stating it as a fact in front of all these people. There must be a reason. There must be something that you encountered that, that led you to this rather radical conclusion that to save a child's life, you have to chemically castrate them. Not Lupron, every child. No, me, sir. Okay. Well, that is what you just said. The drugs we give to kids for, for puberty blockers, so-called puberty blockers, originally are, are cancer drugs used to treat prostate cancer. They're also used to chemically castrate sex offenders and child rapists. Now we give them to physically healthy kids. You're saying that we need to do that or they will die. And so one last time I'm going to ask you, what evidence do you have of that remarkable claim? I don't think I claimed that every child would benefit from that. Well, no, I didn't uh, say you did. And, okay. You, you well, said you, the no, puberty you blockers did. are you, did. Did. Um, you said puberty blockers are life saving. What evidence do you have they, for that? They can be. Um, so, the evidence you know? is the encounters with patients who have had these procedures done and it has saved their I don't want to say it saved their lives, but it has made their lives better. I can't confirm whether or not they're alive right this second, but there are children that it has helped. So what do you have to say for the happy trans community who has benefited from these procedures? That's my well, question I guess what I have you. to say is that your entire question is built on a whole stack of false premises that you, that you can't begin to even remotely defend. So uh, I, it's, it is a, it's a faulty question from the start. I, I reject your premise. I, I absolutely reject that there are any kids who need to be chemically castrated in order to be happy. Okay, 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 let's... I reject that. You can just see the distorted nature in the way this thinking is. And part of this is the fact that the liberal body that teaches these kids are, plays on this idea of emotion. Everything becomes an emotional response. So she's heard one case, if at best, or someone made up the story of some trans kid who was castrated with chemically these with these puberty blockers and now that becomes a a demonstration that there's many out here that can be saved with puberty blockers the logic of impact doesn't even settle in and so as as Walsh walks through this and explains in detail i mean i give him credit because i don't think i'd have the patience i i'd probably say something else but anyway um the unfortunate part is the programming of these people is deep. And I bring this up and highlight this because in this process that we're going through, as much as even I would like to round all these people up and put them in FEMA camps and just start to a massive reprogramming through hard labor, which might work, by the way. It won't be culturally popular, but I guarantee when you're chipping big rocks to little rocks and then you're going to make little rocks into sand and you're going to mix the sand with concrete and make big rocks again to start all over, that process over about 20 years will change you. I guarantee it. You get good calluses on your hand too. And it won't matter if you're a cis or a whatever. By the way, it, um, cis, if you're not familiar with what that means, this is the new category 
for somebody who believes that they are the birth sex that they were given. They are the sex of what they were given at birth. (laughs) In other words, for us normies out here in the world of heterosexualism, we're now all cis and the rest of them are trans. Notice how that works. This is a nice little sleight of hand they pulled right in front of us. So I don't even, when they ever, I just bypass it. It's all garbage. But these people are deeply programmed. And unfortunately, the, the programming does run deep. And there's not a lot that, there's no easy way through it. And all of this is coming from this same sort of twisted government that we're running. Take a listen to this piece. Does anyone else remember the story about the Oregon pub that hosted a drag show featuring an 11-year-old drag performer and bragging that they were here to show you what an 11-year-old drag queen can do? Well, that child's drag kid mentor was just sentenced to a year in an Oregon jail for 11 counts of child sexual abuse charges. 31-year-old Kelsey Bourne, who is a former elementary school teaching assistant, is being charged with creating and distributing child pornography. As disgusting as this is, it shouldn't surprise us. Not to mention the fact that Kelsey went by the drag name Always Craving Kink. Opposing children on drag has never been about anti-LGBTQ. It's about opposing predatory adults who are using the pride flag as a shield to prey on children exactly like we're seeing here. See, that's ultimately what we're seeing. And so you've got this group of people out here that whatever got them to be what they are, I don't know. They're like, yeah, 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 but when I'm a trans person, I, I, I don't want to be looped in to be a pedophile. Well, I hate to tell you, they're, they're all freaks. And I, I'm not patient with it, and I'm not going to buy their garbage because they're born as the way they are. There's two genders. If you're confused, then go, I don't know, what to tell you. I mean, if you're confused, go go shoot a deer or something and gut it and figure out where you're at. And I'm really not saying that sarcastically because the problem we have is we're so detached from the land. I And I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I, I think when we're going to do a start doing reform, we're just going to have to bring people up on the ranch and start having them gut cattle when we butcher them and get their hands in the guts and smell it and get blood all over them. It'll start waking people up. And... Or I'll just stick them in the pasture with my bull and say, I'll tell you, why don't you go see what that bull says about being a trans? Because that is not going to change. Be a bull. That's my point. Go through the fence. Don't be corralled in there. Oh, my goodness, these people. They're just incredible. But Oregon's another one of these crazy states. They're trying to move to the same position, which I said they were going to do. Washington, Oregon, California are all trying to position themselves now to if you deny a child the right to get their themselves castrated or sexually mutilated in the surgeries that they can take your kids away so here's my statement to this if you are a parent that allows a state to intercede and to tell you that your child has to be snipped and tucked and you don't fight with everything you have in any way possible, including mass, decisively violent violence to protect your child, I hope I see you at the elevator and kick your butt into the elevator that'll take you on the fast track to the, to the lake of fire. Because your job as a parent is to protect your child at all costs, period, end of story. I don't care if it's the damn FBI with half the National Guard. I will go down in a blazing bit of flames to protect my family the way it's going to be. So in other words, if you're a parent out there and you're worried about this and you're wringing your hands, 
get a spine, grow up and start being a patriot. Well, that's a good way to, a good note to end on, I think, right? Be a patriot. Be a bull. Crash the fence. There you go. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not, what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years 
to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.